can remember as a kid creating like uh, an art piece that was a drawing and coloring of a cheetah and I was in like second grade mm -hmm. and what I didn't know is that we were like creating pieces for like sort of like a competition I guess okay and I drew this little like cheetah like not even running just standing and my art teacher thought it was like so fascinating and I actually got to like hang it up at like a local Wendy's oh wow yeah and and they they put my art piece up in this in this Wendy's and like other kids art was like up in there too and I don't I thought that was like such a, a like a special moment like my mom took my picture like next to it <laughs> and uh, I don't even think we got food there but do, do you ever do any of the like <laughs> You know, some of those restaurants, they would have like the coloring contest kind of thing. For yeah, kids. yeah. I guess this is what that was for, but I wasn't sure if I knew that I was like, you know, competing Entering. for that. Yeah, but I remember being nervous, like seeing my art piece up there because I was like, oh, look, people are going to, you know, they're going to judge me. They're going to, they're going to, like, what if they don't like it kind of thing. And, right. you know, even as a, as a young kid, this was like in my, like instilled in my brain, being nervous to like share share my own thing and e like even today i can uh, i can say like, like expressing myself or putting my art out there there's still like some I i'm hesitant a little bit sure for some things i have had to develop the skill of just, just getting your thing out there just you know not caring what other people think but it is something that i had to like develop from childhood to today can you recall any stories aaron like, like expressing yourself and like putting your art out there uh yeah absolutely i mean i think drawing was also for me like the first kind of art form that i you know, played with and expressed myself with. I remember one uh, school project. It was a collaboration between me and my friend Chad. We had to make a poster. Growing up in Canada, you had to do kind of a, a poster that represented all the provinces and the country and, you know, the something about them. And uh, we created this thing. You know, we did like the, the animal of like each province and the flags. And it was a, a big artwork. And, um, the teacher actually, she liked it so much that she had it laminated for us. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, so we had a really good experience putting a lot of work into this thing, and for for years we actually like would pass it back and forth. Yeah. You know, like every <laughs> year. Now, now I don't think either of us know where it is. And okay. Just, <laughs> like you have it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Though. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely uh, you know, got a little more shy with uh, you know, just sharing my my work um as the years went on, and uh, I think. It wasn't until I first applied to film school and had to put together like a portfolio of things to show that, you know, what I can do. And but kind of getting that affirmation back made me a little more comfortable to start, you know, showing it to people again. And even with doing video stuff and film now, you know, I'm always a little bit timid at first, but usually I, I find it's always a good experience to to get it out there and, and let it go and, um, and and just see what happens. And you, you start to care a little bit less what people think, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. In some ways, I think we do it for ourselves and. Even with the podcasting, I mean, yeah, for sure. This wasn't something I don't think either of us were, you know, maybe no. super comfortable yeah. with. You know, being, I mean, when you brought it up, I didn't know I was gonna be, yeah, the one like talking to being <laughs> on the mic, and then I love it now. So yeah, and our next artist is someone who, at a young age, has found comfort in like expressing her vulnerability and sharing that in her art. I think the more I create, the more inspired I am. You know, everything that I can do, I will try to do. I'm not afraid from failures. All 
Our next guest has traveled all over the world learning about her art and her passion. She is a painter, a fine artist, a tattoo artist. Jordi, welcome to NDLA. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Yeah, Excited yeah. to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so how does your, um, your artist journey begin? Where did you start? Take us back. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> So I grew up in a family that my father used to create a lot of art mm-hmm. and it wasn't like the easiest house to live at. I moved out when I was 16 okay. and then I started to figure out my passion and my way to create stuff for my traumas. And I was in the idea for two years and after that I just decided I need to take break from Israel, from my own country. And I felt like I really want to fly, you know, to -hmm. see other places, to smell other (laughs) smells, to to see other colors. And I just bought a ticket one-way direction to India. Okay. Without any plan. (laughs) I didn't even know where I'm going to sleep in the first night. And I was 21. You bought the ticket. You made the decision. I just made a decision. Get up and go. (laughs) I like it. And it was very easy, you know. It was easy. And when I land, stuff start just happened by themselves. And I was so free because I didn't have any plans. So everything was just like, yes, you want to go there? Yes. I just met people on the way. And I start to learn with Jordi what I like. Who am I, you know? Mm -hmm. And I found the privilege of being a woman that born and raised in a Western world like Israel. So I can do my art. Not like many women I met on the way that just didn't born in the right place and couldn't. Couldn't express themselves in that way. Yeah, they just didn't have even the idea of the option to be independent, to you know, and then I understand that I just have to do what I want to do because I can, mm-hmm. and I need to do it not only for myself, also for all the people that cannot do that. And from a really young age, the death was surrounding me and my family. Like we have a lot of cancer in my family as well, and we lost many people. I lost friend in the army, and the idea of us living here just like a certain of time you know we don't have unlimited time right, yeah. really helped me to be free from society from a brainwash that we grew up on like what you should do college blah 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 and all of that sure, the traditional yes. way of living yeah i i didn't i wasn't i didn't have the college mm-hmm. wasn't go i promised to myself that i will never waste any time on something if I don't really want to do it or like really curious to to learn about it so India was my first um, place Mm -hmm. that I land and I spent almost a year over there just traveling from north to the south I bought um, a bike Mm -hmm. and I lived in a tent for two months and I did a lot of couch surfing and I met like really good people on the way and after that I just continued to travel and along the way I did my art so I could 
live, you know. <laughs> I was doing like a lot of um, art painting in festivals and anything that I could create with my own hands, I just did on the way. Mm-hmm. After a year of traveling in the Far East, more than 12 countries, I came back to Israel. And I continue to do my art, but I understand that it will not be like possible to live from it because the currency is different from India. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. So I really try to think, what can I do? What can I do, you know? And tattoos, it just like, ah. It just sparks. It sparked to <laughs> me. And yeah, I found a tattoo artist that was willing to teach me. And <laughs> that's a really funny story, honestly. Yeah, let's I see. moved to live with him mm-hmm. on the couch. And I promised that I will cook and clean his house and just okay. basically be his slave. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I used to wake up like super early, go to the tattoo shop, clean and make everything ready. And he was... You, really... you wanted to do anything to learn, right? Yeah, and I didn't have much money, you know. Mm-hmm. I just needed to to learn how to do that. And he wasn't an easy person at all, I would say. <laughs> so I was like living on his couch in the living room. And he used to hang out with his friends and watching like TV to the, the late hours. I was literally sleeping and they was sitting on the couch, same couch, watching TV oh, really? because mm. I need to wake up so early. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I know. So one morning at 5 a.m., was, it was like water bottle next to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wake up, you don't even know what is happening. And I was so thirsty. I just took it and drink it. And it was bitter. Um, I still wasn't suspicious so much, but I went back to sleep. I woke up after like less than an hour and I felt really weird in my body. But at 7 a.m. I already need to be in the studio. So I went to the studio feeling really bizarre, doing piercings to people and something was off. And then when he came to the studio, like at eight, he was looking at me and say, Jordi, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel good since the morning. I feel weird. And then he told me, did you drink from the water next to the couch? I'm like, yes. He said, that was, that was acid, dude. Oh. You should get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's intense. That was, was, that, was that your first trip? That was your first <laughs> It was experience? my second experience, okay. but... When you don't know, yeah, you good. don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can just like, oh, I, yeah. Yeah, you just take a big gulp. You just oh, take what yeah. you think of water is water. <laughs> yeah, so I was learning with him for almost two months. And then I did my first tattoo. It was a huge tattoo yeah. on someone's hip, which is crazy that I did something so big in my first time. That's what he wants me to do, you know, like my mentor. And he just left the studio mm. and let me do it by myself. Came back after two hours to see what is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what What is that process like to learn? Like, what are you what are you practicing on? I was going to say that because, you know. Or, or do you just draw and then go for it? <laughs> my experience from what I hear from my friends that Delta Two artists was very uh, unique, I would say. My mentor believed that I just need to go for it. Mm. And that's what happened <laughs> okay i didn't even practice on something else you know i'm i'm drawing all my life so i'm stable like my hands really stable and but it's different 
when you are in the process, you don't know what is the way to do it because you are so new in that. So you just trust your mentor. So, but that was my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Who left the building? <laughs> <laughs> Who left the building? <laughs> Well, yeah. um, 21 is a, is a really young age to, to move to a new, um, a new area, but 16 is even, you know, crazier to think about like moving out of your, out of your house. And yeah. so like, how did you take that leap? And like, when you were that age, how did you build like the, the, the courage to like move out? Yeah. I didn't have so much choice and, you know, some people just need to do what they need to do. And it's not like I didn't be, I, I wasn't afraid about what is the option sometimes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm working all my life since I'm 13 in basically any job that you can think about. I did bartending, restaurant. I was working in the garbage, mm -hmm. like the people at 4 a.m. that take in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I, I did it okay. <laughs> when I was 20. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you just roll with life. And I'm very happy that in young age, I understand that I can do more than that. And if I have the spark in me to do art, you know, so I'm very lucky that I, that I figure it out. Yeah. And to just follow it. Well, yeah. did you have like a, like a moment or like an influence that like inspired you, whether it was like another artist or like an experience, like something that like told you like, this is what I want to do with my life. Like, I want to pursue art. I wish that I had, but I really didn't. I was my own inspiration to save myself from myself. All right, yeah. And yeah, so after these two months, when I learned how to tattoo, when I finished it, I came back home with the tattoo machine that I bought, and I just put it under the bed, and I said, I can't be a tattoo artist. It's not for me, you know? I felt like I'm too scared. Mm. And after a week, a friend of my brother came to the house and he told me, hey, Jordi, I heard you learn how to tattoo. Can you write the name of my, of my daughter on my hand? Mm. And then, I don't know why, I was just like, for sure. Just like, I put them on my bed. I took out the machine from under the bed and I tattooed my first tattoo outside of the studio. And less than less than two weeks after that, I opened my own shop. <laughs> oh, really? wow. It was the first shop ever in that town, like really small town. I, I was the first tattoo artist. So all they want was um, like letters and small stuff, which is, was perfect for me to practice. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you feel like um, that first one you did being so big, <laughs> like that it gave you doubts? About, about doing it and then you had an experience, you know, doing small stuff and it kind of built your confidence. I just remembered again how everything is bullshit. Hmm. You know, <laughs> we're all going to die, guys. We really need to wake up. We are sitting here and speaking and life is happening. We are happening. And I truly feel that people not aware to that, that if they will not do it today and not do it tomorrow, they might never do that and nothing is important. Nothing is important. We really need to just follow our dreams, do what we want, understand that this is all it's matter in life in the end, you know? Well, you talked about um, 
like experiencing uh, some trauma at a young age and how you felt like you had to like move out, you know, just when you were like a teenager. Yeah. How has um, expressing yourself like as an artist help you help you manage that? A lot of my art is connecting to some times in my life. And I just recently had an art show about like mental health. Mm-hmm. And it was really powerful. It's the first time I draw myself naked hundred times. It was like many, many images. And people would just look on it. And I felt like this is the way for me to say goodbye to that moment. And maybe not goodbye, more like stepping back from it. Yeah. And or just being able to distance yourself from it. And just I saw how people can see themselves in the same positions while they're looking on that, you know? It's normal, it's normal to feel whatever we feel and I feel like the rainbow of feeling kind of got captures from us because of capitalism. We always need to work, we always need to feel good, we always need to be out there, we always need to be with a smile. Mm -hmm. So that was really powerful um, gallery show for me, yeah. Yeah, I work in a in a field that is, um, you know, it's like a therapeutic environment for like young kids who have experienced nice. some childhood trauma, and the way that they respond to the art space, to the creative space, they can express themselves um, musically. They can record um, music. They can make music if they want. They can create art. They can draw. They can color. And like seeing these kids paint and even some of the adults that work there, it's so like calming and it's such mm-hmm. like a um, sort of like a Zen like experience to just sort of like detach yourself from like the outside world. But just, you know, it, it helps like maneuver, I think, some of those, uh, those those emotions, some of those burdens that people like carry. Yeah. 100% for sure. Yeah. So I had a studio, my first studio, it was for it was five months. And then I really got bored because I didn't know how to tattoo better than lettering, you know. And then I just opened my Instagram and I sent over 400 messages to tattoo artists around the global. And I told them about myself and I just was looking for a mentor. And maybe seven tattoo artists response. Mm-hmm. Only two of them felt like they want to teach me and not hit with me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard. Most of the tattoo artists are male. Now it's really changing, but mm-hmm. it was more like a male uh, vibe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I spoke with the Basmir. He have a studio in Rhodes in Greece. Okay. And we, we made one video call and I bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah. And I just moved to Rhodes literally just moved it was incredible like he came and picked me up from the airport he didn't even know me helped me to find a place to rent and and he was my mentor my biggest mentor ever i stayed there for like six months in his studio he's really talented and the way that he teach me was really different from my first one <laughs> it was more serious what 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 he's doing you know so i learned a lot and after that, I just move. I just continue. I was in Italy for one year and tattooed over there and in Spain. Yeah, it just never end after that. I, I know for myself, um, 
you know, I traveled a lot, you know, performing and with skating, competing over the years. And, you know, that that travel experience definitely shapes a lot of, I think, how I think about things and the experiences I've had. What kind of inspired you to keep moving on to, like, to the next place and the next place and continuing to, you know, take bits and pieces as you go? I think it's getting um, addictive. Mm-hmm. you know the travel bug yes <laughs> and I couldn't stay in one place more than four months I just couldn't I couldn't I got bored or I just got itching in my body I want a new place and when you are a tattoo artist it's so easy you just send a message and get a get spot mm-hmm. you know they just need to see your portfolio and that's it so it's really easy just to move around Well, what, what advice do you have for someone who, you know, is a little bit timid about like making those like different moves? Because um, I know you mentioned earlier, you said, you know, we're only here for a short amount of time. Don't take things too importantly. Um, like uh, if someone is like stuck or like not sure if like taking that leap is going to be like worth it. Like how, how do you like continue your motivation to... Like, I know you said you get bored, but is there anything else that, like, helps you? Yeah, but I would say that if someone have the idea of himself traveling and creating along the way and he's afraid to do it, it's because we are, as a people, just imagine so far and we see what could happen, what could not happen, you know, when we get lost on the way. Don't think. Just buy the ticket, freak out, and do it. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, what will happen? Buy ticket back and go to your old place again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the world is much smaller than it used to be. So yeah, but don't don't think, just do. Yeah. Whenever time like I bought a ticket, if I would think I would never do that. So that's help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I guess as you get older, you know, you started traveling and and you know in the beginning you said kind of doing art to survive. Yeah. You know, in a new place that you've never been with not really having a plan. Do you find that the more you travel and, you know, the more you keep going places and doing things as you get older, that you you have a little bit more of a plan now when you go somewhere? Or do you still try to keep that same like, yeah, I'm buying the ticket and we'll see what happens? Yes, yes, yes. I have a plan now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm married as well. So, you know, it's really hard to be far. I am continue traveling also without my partner, but I miss him every time. So it's mm. not, it's not like it's used to be. And yeah, I do have a plan now when I'm going to a studio. So I know like how many days I know where I'm going to stay, you know, like how many appointments I have, but now I'm 30, you know. <laughs> ah, you're still young. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are some of your most memorable travel experiences? Like ones that really stick out to you? I can tell you how I got to America. I think this is kind of interesting because I never planned of getting to America. I was always like um, traveling more in Europe and in the Far East. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, I just bought a ticket to Thailand. Okay. And I found myself there for a year. I was running a studio in Chiang Mai And I met an American girl over there and we just really clicked. So we continued to travel for eight months together. She was from Seattle. And yeah, and then I moved to Seattle. Okay. And then it starts. Since then, I'm in America. It was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Um, is that the longest you spent in one place? Yes, it is. But in America also, I traveled a lot in America. I didn't stay mm. just in Seattle. I was in New York for several months, in Philadelphia, Miami, Connecticut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's cool. And like, how how do you feel like traveling to to those places like within within the states has like like inspired your art? I found myself meeting more artists here with like agenda of building something together and create like a vision of art. Especially in LA, I I am part of like a community of beautiful artists, which this is the first time ever I'm experienced that. Mm-hmm. So it's helping me stay, <laughs> okay, for sure. That having that network around. Yeah, you. it's all about in the end. It's all about connection. It's all about people. You want to find your people. You want to find the the place that you feel safe and you feel like with a group that help you to grow and create. And you want to help them grow and create. And yeah, it's a good point. In the end of the day, everything is about people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm I'm sure you met a ton of amazing people throughout your travels everywhere you've been and in, through Europe as well but it sounds like you were doing that more on your own you know from place to place so I'm sure after a while it does feel nice to kind of have that support network around you yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly yes it's also feel like more stable with my art I used to travel and I couldn't like paint big canvases i couldn't because how you can carry it you know i used to roll them and i had like a big pack backpack that i used to just like put in them i lost many of them on the way just Mm. because you can carry them carry it so now in la i have a place that i can create so since i'm here i paint so much like really big canvases and I'm not afraid to lose them and I can just hang them on my house. I was going to ask, is there any like pieces that you created over the years that you had to leave behind that, oh, you, that you missed? Dude, so many. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Many of my friends along the way have my art in their house now Okay. because of that, which is which is great too, you know? You still know where it is. Yes. I th- you can visit <laughs> Most <it>. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your um your process of uh creation, you know? How do you get in your zone before you create a piece of work? Mm-hmm. When I was young, I used to wake up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., just couldn't sleep and I was like a demon. I I just couldn't stop drawing, you know? And that was when I was a teenager. Now, I because it's more like my work this year, I feel like I found myself just sitting and starting and it just it just flow. I don't feel like I need to, to do anything before. I'm just sitting and let it be. Mm. Yeah, just okay. sketching and make it as a as like tattoos. In my Instagram you can find like uh, in the highlight stories many of my sketches usually people just buy those. I'm not creating like specially for them. I'm just creating art and post that. And whoever wants it on his body, just like reaching out. Hmm. Wow. So you're you're drawing a lot of the things, obviously, that you tattoo as well, I'm sure. Um, and now that it, it is more, maybe a little bit more of a planned uh, job and having space and, and these things, you know, you said you're not just waking up in the middle of the night and like drawing like crazy. Do you, do you find that it's harder to get inspired now when you go to create a piece or is it just about getting in the zone? 
I think the more I create, the more inspired I am. Mm-hmm. If I'm taking break from art, it's really hard for me to go back to it. I need to sit and really like making myself create something. But right now I'm create like every day. So I, I feel it's like a muscle. It's like a muscle. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Many people tell me like how lucky you are that you can, that you, that you have the ability to draw and you know how to do it. And I really want to say something here if I can. Of course. Everybody can do everything. If you take all the hours that I was like in school, you know, sketching in my net sketchbook. Yeah, mm-hmm. sketchbook. Notebook. Yeah. So it's tons of hours of practicing without really practicing, just having fun. Every, everyone can do everything. And if you put the time to do it, you will understand the technique and then you can create. It's like right now I decided I want to learn how to play piano. I love classic music and this is the music I'm listening when I'm uh, painting. Mm. So I just bought a piano, you know, just put a piano. I download an app and now I know to play more than 40 songs just because I sit down and do it. And I'm like 30 years old. I never play on anything before. I was really afraid before I did it because as an adult, we are always, we always think about the result not about the way the and we don't play anymore you know we are afraid from failing so much that we don't touch new stuff but why so yeah do whatever you want guys <laughs> draw play dance <laughs> yeah create music just don't limit it yourself yeah there, there's a book i'm reading about um talent being overrated and it focuses on that um just like the hours put in like there's uh there's been studies like done by people to sort of like test people's like natural ability and what they found is that there's there's almost no such thing it's just the amount of hours that somebody has put in the people who are are great at something now aren't necessarily that much better than someone who's just starting they've just put in more time and like created the time for it so yeah yeah that's exactly that <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I would uh, love to read that book. Yeah, it's literally just called Talent is Overrated. Talent is Overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Love to jump back a little bit to your show that you just had. Um, You said that music and stuff, you like to listen to music uh, when you're creating and things. How did you get into the the mood, the process to to create this show? I had a really, really hard two months that I was uh, getting into depression myself. I feel like artists in general have like moments, you know, it's waves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we are really up there and sometimes the end of the world is coming to us. So that was the end of the world for me. And it was two months like that. And then, you know, I just found myself drawing myself. And it really helped me. It really helped me. And then I show it to two of my friends. I, I wanted to see how I feel when I show it to someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And when I and when they came to my house and saw it, I decided that I just need to do a gallery show about it to make other people also normalize feeling. And that's help. Yeah, feeling yeah. vulnerable, right? That's feeling always... vulnerable, exactly. Mm-hmm. The interest of the show was like a really big carpet mm-hmm. that was a paper roll from okay. the entrance to the end. And I just wrote sentences that I'm repeating to myself. You know, like you are not enough. You will mm, never get like there. Like self-talk. Yes. 
so, from like the negative self-talk. Exactly. Mm. So the moment that they got in, they already stepped on it. I wanted people so to step to on it. Start feeling it and getting in yes. that space. Mm-hmm. So that was really powerful also for me. When I wrote it down, you know, I cried. Write down what you have in your mind and people are going to see it and what people will say. And also I thought to myself, like, should I just write whatever I want or should I be... Should you be try to be artistic yeah. with it or just write what's actually there? I didn't want also people to be afraid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But in the end of the day, people are people. We need to remember that we all think kind of the same. And as much as we want to be special, we are not that much special, you know, which is sad, but also very free. Humbling. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Well, I want to get into um, the clothing line project that you're working on. Mm-hmm. What inspired that? And how's that going? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so it's T-shirts and I draw many um It's like human bodies in different position and dog faces. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Interesting. So, <laughs> so that's cute and vibing. And one day I just, I just draw like five, five different stuff like from the same series. And then I decide, whoa, what if I will just print it on clothes? And most of my clothes that now it's that. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing that. You're making your own stuff? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice. It's fun. That's really cool. Just try to play with everything I can. You know, I don't want to limit myself just to one thing. And, you know, everything that I, that I can do, I will try to do. I'm not afraid from failures because we need to enjoy the, the way. And I truly think that every idea that we have, it's like getting birth kind of. Mm-hmm. And if you are not get birth, your ideas It's like miscarriage in kind of a way, you know what I mean? So I prefer always to try and and do instead of letting it and then, disappear. And then look at it and decide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, have you had anything that you've um, you've tried to, to step towards or tried to like take on and it didn't really work out the way you wanted? Um, and like, if so, like, How do you like choose those things that um, that best serve you, like those those paths that you really enjoy? Yeah, definitely. I did many stuff that didn't work well. I would say even most of the stuff didn't work well in the end. Um, in, I think I put it in money. What, what thing can make me in, in the end being alive and pay my rent? And this is the stuff that successful. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily the most stuff I enjoy from. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm not continue sell those stuff, but I'm still making it. Like the, the gallery shows that I'm doing, there is nothing um, financial sure, that's, with that. It's, it's a passion project. Exactly. I'm paying for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love it. And it's make me feel like this is art for me. And this is my way to make people feel something. And this is the way that make me feel something. So if I can, I, I will do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you'll never know unless you try. Huh? Yeah. You never know. And, and some of those things, you know, maybe they aren't, you know, money makers from the beginning, but it doesn't mean that someone who's there isn't going to see that, have that experience, you know, and want to create something new with you or, you know, yeah. and or help show that to more people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And something leading to something all the time. 
like you know in one gallery show i met someone and then we became to be really good friends and then we create something and this the, this gallery show that we create together i met another person and then we create another something together and then it, it's always this is also something really important that i found out that you sometimes just need to do the first step the other step will come by themselves mm-hmm. you know it's like to buy a flight ticket you have no idea what's going to happen but you did the first step the next it just it's just going to be by the life life just going to make it happen and i truly feel in energy i truly believe in energy and in galaxy and that we are all connected i truly truly believe that so as long that i'm walking in the world with the idea that everything that i'm doing i need to do and any help that i will need to get on the way the universe will send it to me so it's happened you know open-minded say yes to everything and this is my this is my way mm-hmm. well how does that experience differ from like collaborating with artists as opposed to like working on a project on your own i am very i would say that i am pretty solist myself so it took me a moment to learn how to work on projects with other people and not feeling like i pushing myself to the side but it's beautiful and i do encourage everybody to work with multiple artists because when you do it it's like it's like you have more power you have more ideas your inspiration get growing by by conversation of ideas and i really enjoy working with other artists right now do you feel that you you take a piece of their creativity like with you when you do like connect with them oh for sure i learn a lot from any artist i ever work with something from their style will always stay with me and yeah it just like really develop myself as an artist when i'm working with other people that creating their own ideas and i'm sure it's both sides you know yeah. a, a little bit on the same same line of question i know you said your your mentor that you worked with in in greece the the artist was uh you know a, a major one for you is there somewhere in your travels or a certain culture that you experienced that you think had the maybe the biggest influence on your your style yes yeah seattle Oh, really? okay. Okay, that's that's another story. I would not have guessed it. <laughs> that, I wouldn't I know. have guessed that one either. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Let's hear about it. <laughs> so before Seattle, I used to do art as a paintings, but I was such a new tattoo artist, and the studios I used to work with used to do other tattoos from someone else that drew it, like Pinterest and stuff like sure. that, you know? And I was very young. I didn't even understand how unrespectful it's doing that. Just taking someone else's Someone else. Drawing. And every studio that I was working in, this is what they do. And I, I truly didn't understand that other studios doesn't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. It was eight years ago. It's plenty of time. So anyway, I was just starting working in a studio uh, in Seattle. And Tiger Wolf. And <laughs> first day, I got like the first client and I print from Pinterest like a flower. Mm. And the manager came to me and told me, Jordi, 
I don't know which studio you used to work before, but in that studio, we don't do that. She was literally getting me fired. Mm. And I was, I didn't know that I can do my art. I literally didn't knew that I can. Yeah, I didn't knew that. And then I told her, don't worry, just give me 10 minutes. I will draw I will draw something for the client and if she will say yes, we will do it and then we can continue this conversation. But I would be happy to do my art. And I just took a paper and a pen and I was sitting with my first client in Seattle and I started to sketch with her like flowers and she loved that we did that. And since then, all my art, every tattoo that I ever did was my art. Yeah, yeah which is incredible and I found my style when I start to to create the these tattoos as well. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you Kristen for uh, the biggest listen in my in my art life. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Well, what are some things that you're working on lately? Hmm. The clothing lines coming. What Nicola. else what else is in the <laughs> in the pipeline? So, the last 2 weeks I actually didn't create anything i don't know if you guys had the chance to hear what happened in israel right now yes but three of my friends got murdered in the in the nova festival music and one of my friends got captured she's in gaza right now while we are sitting and speaking this is the first day i'm going out of my home actually and i never experienced anything like that in my life i have i don't even have word to share the feeling you know my family right now everyone are shut down in their houses everybody really really scared are you in contact with them of course of course my nephew was in that festival too and the first 10 hours we didn't knew if he's alive if he's if he got kidnapped you know he's 19 years old that's insane all they wanted just like dance so no i have nothing right now that i'm working on except of a project for my people kind yeah, of so yeah we are planning to do in downtown la we already got the permit to close one road so 1400 people going to be there to be like the people that got murdered in the festival 226 people going to be like the people that got kidnapped which is insane numbers Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. insane numbers it's really hard even to and we decide just to do it to make it not just a number you know can you imagine 1400 to actually show you can't we can't imagine Mm -hmm. right so yes so this is the new project that we are doing right now okay yeah, and I wish for all of us to have better better life, better days. I wish that war will not be any more conversation. I wish the government will care about the citizen in any country, you know, because in the end of the day, war, it's money. Mm-hmm. And when we will all understand that we are just tools in this game, maybe that will stop. I... That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Mm. And let's pray for these people to come back to their house. Of course. Well, our, yeah. our thoughts are definitely with you and your family. And uh, I, hope, I hope this project does help yeah, me o- too. open some people's eyes as well. Yes. Yeah, appreciate your sharing. 
Uh, well, where can everyone follow your your artist journey and and find your things? All your yeah. socials. Um. Yes, Instagram is like the biggest platform right now I'm using, and it will be Jordi dot b underscore tattoo, or Jordi dot b underscore art. In one of them, it's just like my tattoos, and the other one, it's more like paintings that I'm creating. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, we're looking forward to everything that you're connected to. Please. We definitely yeah. want to wear some some t-shirts on the show someday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we would love to support you. I wish you. I would just bring it to you. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. Well, I don't know. When are we getting our tattoos? It's all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we got to get tatted, too. <laughs> I got you. I still need my first one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jordi, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. Yes, wow, thank you. thank you so much for having me and let me tell you my stories and my experience. And I truly appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. Of course.